Hi, ever wonder what it's like to work another profession or live in the underworld? Listen to Unsuspecting Riders give a 10 to 15 minute personal masterclass as I spontaneously interview them as they enter my taxi. I'm your host, Simon Rushton, and this is Taxi Chronicles. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we've got Ruth and her lovely friend, and Ruth is a colorist, and she's going to tell us about what it is to be a colorist and how she got into the industry. So over to you, Ruth. Okay, cool. Um, so uh, some people may think of a colorist as someone who uh, works with hair, but that's not what I do. So I actually work in uh, post-production, which um, involves sort of like commercials, music video, um, long form, short form, so sort of like films, TV, um, and what I do is I basically make an image look nice. Is it so like a modern day Technicolor. Yeah, basically. So what you're doing is you're kind of you're applying that kind of. Um, so whenever anyone shoots any commercial, music video, whatever, they shoot everything very kind of flat. Like there's no color to it. There's no contrast. There's no mood to it. And then what I do is I add that in. So. I am the person who's kind of like, I Photoshop things, I make things look nice. Um, but you just, so you're, and it, but it's video. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's just... pure, purely aesthetic, like, so I'm like adjusting the video to make things look nice. So, you know, sometimes you watch like a film and you're like, that's super like dark and like atmospheric and it's very like blue and very like cold. There's a colorist who makes things look like that. So they could have done with you on the set of uh, Game of Thrones and Winters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they, yeah. What the we could have, we could have made it lighter. You could have made things brighter. You know, like all those things. Uh, so a colorist is in control of all of those things. Um, so yeah. Is that, that what it. you study to do? I didn't necessarily study. No. So like, I basically started off doing film at university just kind of learning all of the different kind of roles and then I basically started to focus in on things that were more um, applicable to me or things that I knew that I would enjoy so I started off doing editing and then I kind of realized that that was more of like a, a logical kind of like mindset where you're not necessarily that creative in terms of like um I think like I think like I do, I just I like uh, work with more like aesthetic things and that is to me more creative and more appealing than it would be to like kind of think of like a narrative and put things into like a like a strategic like form you know would you say this is something that evolves as a hobby as well yeah for sure I think you're always looking for like aesthetic things and like things that like are pleasing like photography branches from it and you know all those kind of like whenever you're like watching films or like anything really anything that's like visual like it branches from it like it's all kind of like they're all very uh like in the same kind of like umbrella like they're all in the same area what would you say you've learned in the industry that you wish you knew when you started um i think it's kind of finding a mentor i think what's important is because like I, you know, like I didn't necessarily come from a point, uh, like a perspective, like a point in my life where I could just know someone who did my job. I had to kind of investigate and kind of get to a point where I needed to kind of figure out how to get to my job. So 
I think finding a mentor and someone who's already doing what you want to do is incredibly important. Like, because they're already there, and you can you can talk to them, you can chat to them, you can understand how they got there, how they kind of educated themselves, how they became to the point where they were at a very high level. And and it, how did you go about finding that mentor? Um, so for me, it was uh, a case of doing internships. Um, so kind of just pressuring companies to, you know, introduce me as like a person to um, come in and kind of like listen to the people they were talking to. So I didn't necessarily go in like trying to be a person who was only talking to one mentor it was a case of like going into a company and exposing myself where i could go and then talk to someone who knew what i wanted to do okay it's been a great interview we've got two minutes left last question <laughs> is it still recording yes it is are you sure? um, last question is what's the impact you want to have on the world oh impact i think for me it's um about oh that's interesting um i think it's it's about ensuring that we can all have like uh, a good access uh, to the same kind of um, resources I think coming from like a like a lower income background I kind of like accidentally like mingled my way into like a place where I found like a very good job with like um, you know that was very niche and I think what's important is educating people who come from low income backgrounds who aren't as fortunate to understand what it is to look at different roles and like find different parts in the industry that you wouldn't necessarily think of mm -hmm. because you aren't educated and people around you aren't having those like things you know like they aren't like they aren't in that job role i think for me yeah just kind of ensuring that people that come from like a lower income or class background have the education or the opportunity or have the awareness that these roles exist and that they are attainable you just need to know what to do and the people to talk to and you know they everything everything's achievable okay well thanks a lot for that no i much appreciate, appreciate it, it. Oh, sorry, <laughs> and we wish you well <laughs>